Welcome to the OKC Community Podcast. We are so glad you're here. To get the latest updates or to watch this week's message, visit our website at okccommunitychurch.com. Hello, friends. We are so glad you are here. No matter how you found us or if you are a part of the OKC Community Church family, welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm pretty excited about today because I'm not alone. I have my friends here. I got Leslie here and I got Scott here, and they're going to be dropping some nuggets of uh, encouragement and some truth today. And so, uh, you guys excited? You are you ready to be here today? Come so on! Excited. Yes. So let's do it. It's going to be good. We are four, five, or uh, six weeks. I I almost literally cannot remember no where we're at in this journey of how long it's been since we've been doing at home church. And uh, in fact, there's kind of a lot of things. I don't know about you, that I can't remember these days. I was literally, I'm not joking about this, I was trying to remember February the other day, <laughs> and I was like, I can't even remember Valentine's Day. Like, it is like a foggy 1980s memory in my head. I totally can't remember, and um, and it just made me start thinking, like, how, that's a pretty good game. Like, I almost can't remember. That's like, a that's, great game. We should, like, do that over Zoom sometime or something. I don't know. But uh, is there anything that you guys, um, you know, you're having a hard time almost remembering now that we are, you know, continuing to labor through this? Oh, man. I feel like there's so many things. I feel like my brain is going to mush right now. But this morning, trying to get ready for this video, I realized I definitely have forgotten how to do my own makeup. I was running so late. I had to redo my eyeliner at least three times. And I was like, I'm so sorry, guys, but I have not done this in so long. I feel like an amateur right now. So makeup's yes. probably my answer right I get now. that. I get that. I know you guys feel the same. Absolutely. Way. I was just really thinking about the exact same thing, Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I think maybe mine would be, I can't remember... The last time I sat in a room full of people and ate dinner. Yeah, you I know. know what I mean. Yeah, like, just... you haven't been eating with your kids. You're yeah. Like, no. Well, that's not a room full. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. like tight knit. So we thought it would be good to have a message today that is more of a conversation. It's a conversation about what we're really going through. Um, we're all going through this together, and I thought it would be great for us to just kind of dialogue about it because I have a belief that the church has to lean into this conversation, lean into this moment of what we're all experiencing that's going on in the world right now. Uh, church and worship, it isn't in time to kind of oh, take a break from this and, and block it out, but it's actually time to lean into it. Uh, you know, and I know the world right now, is it's crazy, right? Like there's yeah. all so much news out there. Um, you know, some people believe, you know, we'll be back to life as normal by, you know, Memorial Day or Mother's Day, and others are like, uh, you know, Halloween is, yeah. you, know, you know, hopeful thinking. And so it's all over the map. I mean, nobody really knows what's going to happen, um, but, but, but I believe that there is some truth that we can find. There, if there's anything that's truthful out there, we would agree that it's, it's God's word, and if there's anyone that can lead us through this, it's Jesus, it's his Holy Spirit, and so we want to talk about that because, you know, I, I know you guys know this, we just, we've been reading through this Bible reading plan, and we are looking at Acts right now, which is, you know, in Acts, we see the early church, um, they, they're, they're persecuted, and, and, and as a result of that persecution, they're actually scattered throughout the world. They have to leave Jerusalem, and they're scattered throughout the world. But something really cool happens. God actually uses that scattering to spread the gospel throughout the world. And, and I just think, although, you know, our, our situation is not the same. It's not persecution that's scattering us. It's this crisis that we're going through that's scattering us. But what if God could use this scattering in a similar way in which we would see the gospel spreading throughout the world as a result of this, um, you know, like what God did in, in, in the first century. And I just think that would be a really, really cool thing. So we thought, 
let's just talk about this scattered reality that we are all experiencing because both of you, along with me and my family, we're all going through this. Everybody that's listening, watching is going through this and we're experiencing and seeing things that are, are challenging with this. And so let's just start right there. What has been something for you that has been challenging, difficult to see, to experience as, you know, in this past month or so? Well, I have been feeling all of the feelings. I'm sure my family is not surprised by this if they're watching, but um, I, at any given day or hour sometimes, I can go from mad to sad to disappointed, um, and then I can be, like, crying from laughter over something that is probably not even that funny, right? Some dumb meme or something like that, but even earlier, Scott was mentioning, he's like, you know, I haven't really cried that much. And I was sitting there thinking, I have cried three times today, and it's like 9 a.m. This is kind of embarrassing. So I'm just all over the map. I feel like right now I feel just a little bit uneasy. You know, I feel like a little bit untethered. It just All of it is just hitting me really hard. And I'm, I'm single. I live by myself. So right now I'm spending a lot of time alone. Um, so it can feel really isolating right now. And I think... Um, in those moments of isolation, that battle of the mind that I think we can all relate to on normal days and normal circumstances, when you're feeling alone, um, that battle tends to turn into like an all-out war at any moment. And so for me, that's what I have been really experiencing, and I think that's been the most challenging thing for me. Yeah. I would say probably the, the biggest thing for me has been watching my family members struggle in the midst of it. Um, my parents who are in Colorado, my mom had a shoulder surgery right before all this happened. And literally a week after the surgery, she got this thrush in her mouth. And it was one of the most painful things she's ever been through. But she couldn't go to the hospital or she was afraid to go to the hospital. And so as her son, not being able to, to help her and not knowing what advice to give her, you know, in a time like this. And, and my daughter is kind of, you know, it's a totally different situation. She's going into high school next year. So she's just really fearful right now that she needs to make, she wants to make the swim team and she, she wants to, you know, be in the orchestra, but she's not getting to do those things. And she feels like she's regressing in both of them because she can't swim right now or be in the orchestra. And I think, you know, it's been hard. It's been hard because I cannot change the circumstances mm -hmm. around us as a, as a parent or as a son. What about you, buddy? Yeah, I mean, I, I totally relate with that. Um, you know, I think a lot of what's going on in our house is people are feeling, you know, some days it's not too bad, some days it's tough. You know, I can see some days the season is really getting to us. There's a little bit more irritability in the house, or frustration in the house. And I was sensing this one day, just a couple days ago, and I was like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help. And I was looking at one of my kids, and I was smiling, like trying to bring joy to the situation. And they looked at me like, why are you looking at me like that? And I was just like, all right, I get it. Like, I the roller coaster we are on is real. I mean, it is like good one moment, bad the next. And it's, I think everybody's feeling that. I mean, there's a lot of good, or I mean, there's a lot of bad going on right now for people. Hardships, you know, job loss, people being furloughed, um, sickness, fear, anxiety. I know that's a big one for people. Financial distress of different types of disappointment, loneliness. The list goes on of the hardships. But, you know, also what's interesting is there's a lot of good going on right now. This yeah. is kind of weird. I mean, there's a lot of people that are like, oh, this has been a season of rest for me. The restoration of family I know is happening for a lot of people. Uh, neighboring, people are neighboring like never before and uh, taking walks and personal introspection and, you know, getting better, better at videos. Like, I mean, right here, we used to just be a pastoral team. Now we are also a video production team, right? And uh, 
um, you know, I mean, it doesn't get much better than seeing Steven in a bunny suit, you know, doing his dance. That <laughs> was all. So that good. was amazing. I'm so, all. I mean, even that was worth it. There's so much good, yeah. right, coming out of this season. It's a roller coaster, though, emotionally, mm -hmm. I think, for everybody. And it makes me just really feel for those. Mm -hmm. Because I, I, here's what I know is, I said this a couple weeks ago, but we are all going through something at the same time, but we are not going some, through the same thing. Mm -hmm. And it just makes me really mindful of the people that we need to be praying for, the people that are really going through hardship and that we need to be even trying to help in some particular way. And, you know, I think this season is helping, uh, if you want to say helping, it's really making people uh, ask questions and, and, they're, and they're searching. You know, I saw the other day that, that prayer on Google has been searched more times. It's skyrocketing how many times people are, are, are searching just for the word prayer. And so people are literally um, Googling up God right <laughs> yep. now, and it's just opening a door to people's spiritual life, which I think is kind of a, a great question to you guys. Like, yeah. um, how have you um, really trying to, been to spiritually kind of feed yourself during this time? And, and what's God been teaching you through this season? Yeah. You know, I, I think, well, this time I definitely, I wouldn't say has, I've been this huge success by any means, but I think there, there has been a couple things. Uh, I, I remember a day a couple weeks ago, we had a great day here. We did some recording for the weekend. I kind of left on this high and I, and I go home and I get home and I, uh, Angie's cooking dinner and I sit down in front of the TV and I turn on the news. And literally in a 20 to 30 minute time, I went from peace to fear. And I went from trust to worry. And I went from depending on God to kind of carrying this weight on my own shoulders. Yeah. And one of my absolute favorite verses uh, out of Proverbs 4, um, I had to sit back in it and, and let it sit on me. And it says this, it says, guard your heart for it is the wellspring of life. And I think each of us during this time, we, we have to make that decision of what's the best thing for us to input into our lives. You know, whether it's coming in your eyes, whether it's coming in your ears, each of us has to ask that question. And I've really had to search myself to make sure that I don't let the things that are happening around me mm. affect me, yeah. you know, inside. That's that really that I, I want to stay grounded. You know, Proverbs says, guard your heart. And you were the only gatekeeper of your heart. You're the only one who truly has that power to do that. Uh, I, I think very much like if each one of us had our own personal garden and you were responsible for its growth, you know, you're going to put in things like miracle Grow. You're, mm -hmm. you're going to water it at the right times and put it in the sunshine. You know, those things for each one of us are different, but uh, some of them are the same. I know, you know, our devotion time is really important to us. Um, you know, eating good, going out for walks, exercising. Uh, maybe it's getting things done, kind of your to-do list that make you feel like there's a purpose right now, you know. I think each one of us making those decisions, on the other hand, we can also do things that don't bring us life. You know, you in that garden, you just throw in some dirt you found out in a field. All of a sudden, you've got weeds growing. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, I think for myself, it's really been just really taking inventory mm -hmm. and recognizing what it is that I'm bringing in. Yeah, that's good. It's really good. You know, this whole thing has been very revealing for me. Um, there's so much in my soul that I feel like is coming to the surface right now. It's like every flaw, every struggle is just being magnified right now in this season. And it's like, oh, wow, I didn't realize how impatient I can be. <laughs> it's like, why am I yelling and being so short with the people that I love 
the most. Like, mm-hmm. what is this? What is coming out of me? Um, or, wow, I didn't realize I can be actually really selfish sometimes. Um, so that's fun to learn about yourself, guys. Um, but, you know, in the same breath, God has been teaching me so much about his kindness. Um, he's showing me that there's so much grace for all of us right now. Amen. Um, I think, like, no matter what we're feeling, it's okay, guys. It's okay. You know, he really understands, and he actually is is working within us to transform us right now, and he's walking us through this process. And I've been thinking so much of um, in Hebrews 4, and uh, I think it's verse 15. I'm not, I don't have it totally memorized, guys. It's okay. But he says, um, it says, Jesus understands our weaknesses. He's experienced everything that we have. And so we can boldly go to him and uh, receive grace and mercy and help when we need it most. And so I just think that is such a relief for me. It's so encouraging for me. And God has just been teaching me this over and over throughout this process, that he is so kind. Um, He's full of empathy and compassion, and he understands. And in those moments of weakness, he's not there to call us out or to shame us or to make us feel worse about it but he's actually there to help and to give us the strength that we need um, in that moment. And I feel him drawing me closer to him, and I see that in so many people around us, and um, it's just been really encouraging me. Yeah, that's really good, and I think I need that as well. And, uh, uh, you know, when I was thinking about just what God's been teaching me, though, I would say, um, you know, God's been teaching me a little bit about comparison mm-hmm. and trusting yeah. the story that he has for me. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we just finished reading John. I was reading John 21, and it hit me hard. Like, it, it you know, in, in a good way, it hit me hard. But in, the, in John 21, if you're familiar with the chapter, um, you know, John is, uh, I mean, excuse me, Jesus is resurrected, and he is there with uh, Peter, and he is restoring Peter. Now, Peter is, you know, he's he was a wreck. He had just yeah. denied Jesus. He probably was not feeling worthy of yep. being able to do anything else for the Lord. And here comes Jesus, and he restores him. And he says, Peter, do you love me? Mm-hmm. Then, then feed my sheep. And um, and then right on the heels of that interaction, kind of as it ends, Jesus tells Peter um, about his coming death, actually. He says, hey, you're going to be led where you don't want to go, um, but I want you to follow me. And so I'm sure in this moment, Peter's like hearing about his upcoming death, and he's confused, and he's probably a little bit afraid. And, uh, and he looks around in this moment, and he sees the Apostle John sitting next to him, and he's like, well, what about him? <laughs> you know, in this moment of like, why me? And... Um, and Jesus said, if I choose to let him remain alive until I return, what is that to you? Mm. Follow yeah. me. Mm. This is what he tells Peter. And I just can't help but think that that is, that is the cry of so many of our hearts right now. We're saying, why me? We're saying, you know, why does that person get a season of rest while I have so much on me and hardship? Yeah. We look around at others and we go, why does it seem so easy for them but so hard for me? Mm-hmm. And, and, and we can compare our story to others. And, and I just want to encourage you, you know, that, you're, that their story is not going to be your story. Mm-hmm. You know, I think this is what God's teaching me. And I, I, believe, I believe a lot of us are feeling this, right? Yeah. I, know, I know it's entered my heart a lot. Social media does not help, by the way. Comparison kills, especially this kind of comparison, because it, it really speaks to our self-worth and our identity mm-hmm. and... And, and, and even what we, you know, we start to question ourselves or question maybe even God in this. And, um, yeah, I, I just, I think of the case of Peter and John, though. Peter, Peter's like, what about him? As if John's story was going to be easy from this point forward. Mm-hmm. But, 
But John had his own story, right? And, and so will this other person that you might think is having an easy day. John had his own story. Later on for him, he, he was tortured. He was dipped in boiling oil, oil. He was put out to an island to live out the last years of his life by himself. And, and I think next time you say, what about him? Why him? Why, why me? Mm-hmm. Remember, Jesus says, don't worry about them, mm-hmm. but follow me. Mm-hmm. And, and I just feel like that was really encouraging for me to just know that, like, man, in this season, I can trust the story he has for me, and I can just keep following mm-hmm. Jesus. That's really good. So let's, let's do this. Let's, um, I, I think it would be good for us to encourage everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of talked about this and thought, if we had to give one encouragement to everybody, what would it be? And so we've all kind of come up with something that we just want to encourage anybody watching, listening with. So, so yeah, what, what do you guys have that would just be an encouragement to everyone? My encouragement to all of you is the same thing I would encourage myself and the same thing I am telling myself right now is um, to remember what is true. So in order to do that, we have to first be spending time with God, um, just seeking his presence daily, um, by the hour even sometimes, right? So practically for me, that looks like a lot of prayer and worship and scripture. But in this season, I've really been focusing on um, not just reading scripture, but really meditating on it to ha- so I have it hidden in my heart. And so that when those emotions try to take over my mind, when I feel overwhelmed, that I have um, this well that I have to draw from to remind myself of what God says is true. You know, a couple weeks ago, I woke up in the middle of the night. I'd had just this really scary, weird dream. I don't know if anyone else is having that, Um, but I've been having just trouble sleeping and having weird dreams. And so I woke up in the middle of the night and it was like my heart was just racing, like beating out of my chest. And I was just overcome with fear and feeling so afraid and alone. And it was like, I could not turn my brain off. All of those questions that we're all asking ourselves right now, um, we're just cycling through, you know, like, are we going to be okay? Are all my people going to be okay? Are we going to make it through this? When are we going to make it through this? You know, like that battle of the mind we were talking about earlier, it was just um, out of control. And so I began to pray and I was like, God, just help me. I need your help right now. And um, I was reminded about these things called breath prayers that I'd been learning about. So stay with me. I know it sounds a little weird, but they're, they're, they're amazing. You should try it. So basically all you do is you just take a deep breath in and you say like a line of scripture or just a really simple prayer, whatever it may be, as you're taking this deep breath. And then as you're letting your breath out, um, you say another line. So you just do that over and over. It's really peaceful and calm. And so I was sitting there terrified and my heart is racing. And I thought, what better time than now to try to do that? So I'm sitting there and God um, brought to mind um, a part of Psalm 23 that I had read earlier in the day out of the Passion Translation. And it says, the comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely for you are near. And so I just began to say that over and over. And I took some deep breaths as I was saying it. So I just said that again over myself. The comfort of your love takes away my fear. I will never be lonely for you are near. And I must have done this for, I don't know, five, ten minutes. It felt like an hour almost, but it was probably like two minutes. Um, and immediately my heart rate just went back to normal. It slowed down. Uh, this peace washed over me, and I was able to go back to sleep. And it just reminded me that right now, more than ever, uh, when those emotions start to take over, when we're feeling out of control, 
that we have an opportunity to take that moment and remind ourselves of what is true. Just like in that same moment, I had to take that moment to remind myself of what was true, that God was my comforter. I was not alone and that he was always near. That's good. That's really good, Leslie. Um, you know, I would, I would say, I remember a couple of weeks ago in a message, you said something along these lines, and I know this isn't exactly what you said, but you said, we can handle more than you know. Mm-hmm or you can handle more than you know. And and I would say maybe my encouragement is that you can do this. We can do this. <laughs> you know, a- after the first couple weeks of just shock that you go through, and I remember those first couple weeks, I was glued to the TV and the news. And, uh, you know, after that kind of wore off, all of a sudden I'm on social media because I, I want to see what, what's happening to my friends in Colorado because they were ahead of us. And, and then that moved on to watching reruns of sports, and <laughs> that ended quickly and... Then I'm on to Netflix, and I just think for myself and for you, hopefully, there's a lot of things going on, but there's a place that you can find hope. Mm -hmm. And there's a scripture in Ephesians 5, 15, and 16, and it meant so much to me when I came across it in one of my devotions. It said, be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of your time because the days are evil. Mm. And we have such an incredible opportunity right now, you know, to start something, to finish something. Mm. You know, we've had, all of us have had those things on our list of, that you've wanted to get done, but because of the busyness of life over the course of the past however many years, you've never done it. Well, maybe this is the time Mm. to be able to do that. And it might look different right now, and maybe you're, you're looking at a new rhythm, but find that rhythm. I think for our family, you know, getting back to those disciplines that kept us grounded even before all this came mm-hmm. of, of our devotions and, you know, getting outside and exercising and eating good and um, all of those pieces of the puzzle mm-hmm. helped us find our rhythm and really calmed those waters that we were going through. Mm-hmm. And so I would encourage you, what's that rhythm? Maybe it's something from old or maybe there's a brand new one. Maybe you've always wanted to be a reader and here is your opportunity. Mm-hmm. So create that new rhythm and then stick to it. And once again, that verse, it just says, be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, and make the most of your time. That is good. I love it. Um, You know, as far as me, encouragement, I'd love to encourage the whole comparison thing and following Jesus. But I think in addition to that... uh, I just feel like God began putting on my heart, even as we began this um, this, a month ago, that we need to come out of this stronger. Mm. You know what I mean? Like when when I say come out of this, I don't even know what that means. I mean, I'm like picturing like like a bear coming out of a cave, out of hibernation. I don't mean like we're coming. It kind of can feel like that. Yeah, but I, I think what I mean is, I think for a lot of us, we've gained a lot of spiritual ground over the last few years. I've seen so many people grow in their faith and in their hunger and thirst for God. As a church, we've grown in prayer in exponential ways. I've seen healings. I've seen people not only experience, but see healings and walk through those seasons. God has grown our faith, and I just don't want us to lose any of the ground that we've gained. Uh, You know, we have pushed the enemy back, and we don't need to give him any of that ground back. And, and so I, I just, I just want to say that. And when I say don't give any of that ground back, I don't mean we like set up like guards, like, you know, at the gates where he can't have anything back. No, I mean, we are still pushing forward, right? Like we're still gaining new ground. And so I just feel like we need to stand firm in our faith 
and we need to just believe that he has more for us in this season. It makes me think of uh, 1 Peter chapter 5, amazing passage for us in these days, by the way. He says this, he says, cast all of your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the whole world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. Wow. And the, and, and the God of all grace who called you into his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while, even if it takes to Halloween, um, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. So my encouragement to you is to stand firm in your faith and come out stronger. Come out of this stronger. So to recap um, this little bit of encouragement, let's just kind of kind of say what you guys said. So what did, what did you say? Remind yourself what is true. Mm, that's so good. Scott? Make the most of your time. <laughs> and mine, which is a little bit longer, stand firm in your faith and come out of this stronger. Come out of this stronger. And I would just say to anyone who's watching right now, and perhaps you are, you've got questions in this season. Maybe maybe you're here because you're searching for answers. Maybe you've been in a, a struggle in life and you're just saying, God, you know, what do you, what do you have to say in all this? Um, I would just say this, you know, there's people all around the world right now. I'm hearing story after story of people giving their life to Christ and, and, and turning to Jesus during this season that we are in. And I just want to encourage you that if that's where you're at in your life, um, you can you can do that. It's a simple step of faith. It's to say, God, I just want to give you my life. I just want I just don't want anything else other than you. And I surrender my life to you. And so there's a simple prayer that we often lead people in, and it's just that prayer that God, I give you my life. And just like and just like Jesus told Peter to do, he said, and then follow me. And, and Lord, I follow you. And that's just the simple prayer that we would encourage you to pray today if you want to make Jesus the Lord of your life. And so. We're just going to pray, and I'm going to, I'm going to begin that prayer, and then we're going to pray over everyone that is watching and listening today. Would you just bow your heads with me as we begin this time of just praying over, over you? So if you are here right now, and you would say, I just want to give God my life. I want to come to God. I've been searching, and I just need him right now in my life. Would you just pray this prayer? Just say, God, I give you my life. God, I give you my life. And I want to follow you. You know, the scriptures teach us that if you say that and you mean it, he will save you and come into your life. And so just pray that prayer one more time. I'll say it. God, I give you my life and I want to follow you. And with your head still bowed, I just want to pray for everybody. Father, today in this very moment, I pray that you would meet each person right where they are, that you would comfort them, that your grace and mercy would fill their cup. And that, Father, your power and strength might move through each of us so we can walk this road and this season in victory. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. Amen. Well, friends, thank you so much for joining us today. If you need prayer or if you prayed that prayer with Tim to receive Christ today, go ahead and visit our website and go to our prayer needs page. You can find a link to that page as well as links to anything else we have going on on our homepage. And we'd love to hear from you. And a
of course, we just want to mention this. If you are experiencing any sort of financial distress or need come uh, coming to you because of the season that we are in, we would love for you to go to our link and let us know if you have a need or if you want to help. So uh, please join us. Come and uh, go to our link on our website. We love you guys. We hope you have a great rest of your day. Grace and peace. We hope you've enjoyed this week's message. If there's anything we can pray with you about, or if you have questions about God, we'd love to talk with you. Please visit our contact page at okccommunitychurch.com.